Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to another episode of Self-Care and Chill with Maui, the podcast that everybody needs to listen to to get your ass together to remind you to love yourself, to remind you to let people go, create boundaries, be selfish, cut people off, not feel guilty, learn, heal, grow, etc., etc., okay? <laughs> I don't know why today I'm in such a good mood and I wanted to just start it off on something positive. So to anybody who's out here listening and you needed the confirmation that you're on the right track and you're doing the right thing, here it is. It might get lonely. It might be boring. You might be questioning whether or not you did the right thing. Girl, one thing I know is you will always be able to tell if you made the right decisions based off all the blessings that God start to bring in your life. Because if there's one thing I've seen with my own two eyes, it is my life falling into place. Once I cut certain people off or let go of certain things or forgave people for certain situations. So per usual, just a little recap of what's going on in my life. The dog, um, yes, that is the sentence. The dog is really just stressing me out. I'm overwhelmed. I'm just, I can't even do. I love the dog and everything. He's so cute. Um, But at this point, I know that my son loves the dog. So girl, I'm tired. I'm just exhausted. I don't, I don't see myself. This is not the life that I want to live, cleaning up dog poops and peas and walking dogs and stuff when I'm tired. But my dog, my son loves the dog and my son does help whenever he can. Isaiah is being himself per usual. We were supposed to go out today to the sugar factory. They canceled our reservations. I was going to pick him up early from his dad's house to take him there. And I'm like, hey, do you want to go to um, Steak 48? Because, you know, I love me a crab cake girl. He's talking about, no, I just plan on relaxing and playing my game today since we're not going to the sugar factory. It's given very much he values his self-care days. And if he can't do what he want to do, then he doesn't want to do anything at all. I love that for him. I love that he doesn't try to force himself to do something that he doesn't want to do just because his mom wants him to do it. And I also can appreciate the fact that my my bill will be cheaper without you coming anyway. So enjoy your time with your dad. I'll see you when I... <laughs> when I'm done my dinner. Um, my boyfriend is still overseas playing basketball, uh, really getting on my nerves. Like I told you guys, it's definitely hard being in a long distance relationship. Our relationship is definitely being tested all the time. We're just trying to find our flow of keeping things sparky, exciting and fun and feel, making sure the other person feels loved and valued and stuff. It's really you you giving a person space or not being around them every day really tests your relationship as far as the things that you're able to do with somebody. You're able to do these things with somebody in your face. So I can make you feel loved. I can make you feel desired and all these things when you're around me, hugging you, kissing you, talking to you, supporting you, making you food. Like there's so many things that you can do. But when you're on the phone, your options are very limited. So I definitely feel like it's definitely allowed us to tap into a whole nother level of intimacy in our relationship and being here and 
I feel like it's helped us to tap into more of a friendship. I feel like you my man and I love you and you love me too. But I feel like our friendship is more being worked on by you being over there because we not really lovers. Like we be flirting and stuff on the phone, but it's not really giving lovers because girl, you know what that lover part entails. And I don't got that going on in my life right now. So, and as far as me, I'm still chilling out, packing orders. Y'all supported me so much on Black Friday and it whooped my goddamn ass. When I tell you we had too many Black Friday orders that I was so, I've been so overwhelmed. Packing orders, fixing people orders that was messed up, reshipping orders because y'all put the wrong address. I love y'all. I love how much y'all love to read. I love how much y'all support me. But Black Friday whipped my freaking ass bad. Like, no lie. This is the biggest Black Friday I ever had. Mainly because my older books have never been in stock in so long. And I put the old books in stock for people. And when I say they sold out so fast, it was like, oh my gosh. Um, so I tried to sign as many as I could. But other than that, I've really just been being grateful, being appreciative, trying to be in a moment. And just trying to remind myself to breathe and not get mad every day or allow people to upset me. Um, but thank you for supporting me. I'll definitely have a Christmas sale for y'all too. Because people was mad that they didn't get a book. So I definitely will um, create a Christmas sale, and I'll I'll have I'll be doing a better job at preparing and having stuff pre-packed for y'all, so that the shipping will be much faster this time. It was just a learn that was a learning experience of me not realizing how much my business has grown from last last Black Friday. Anyways, the topic for today is you a badass bitch, but you got your heart broke and you trying to heal. And I ain't even mad at it. <laughs> so all in all, that is the topic for the day. Somebody played you. Somebody wasted your time. Somebody got you questioning yourself. Somebody got you needing closure. Somebody got you wondering why they did what they did. But <laughs> you are you. You still got the qualities that you got. You still bringing what you bringing. And one thing I told y'all many, many times is don't let nobody find you where they left you at and that's that um I feel like the main thing that people always ask me about and sure we touch on this topic here and there throughout the episodes but people are always saying you know Maui I just got out of a relationship how do I begin to heal or how do I stop being upset or how do I stop doing this or how do I start loving myself it, it always starts with I just got my heart broken or I just broke up with somebody or I just found out he cheated I want y'all to know, it don't matter what the fuck somebody did to you. It had everything to do with them and nothing that, nothing to do with you. It was nothing that they, you could have done differently. Nothing. Because if a person wanted to work on it with you, if they cheated because what you gained 10 pounds, you, you bald-headed, your skin bad, whatever, the, they would have came to you so that we could work on these things together. People do what they want to do because it's in their blood. It's a character flaw. You cheated because you're a cheater. You're lying because you're a liar. That's it. It doesn't have nothing to do with me. Don't deflect or gaslight or try to guilt trip me into making me feel like, damn, he did this because of me. Because when you start feeling like it was something that you could have done differently, you end up going back trying to prove to them that you're a good person. Why am I trying to prove that I'm a good person to a person that just broke my goddamn heart? What sense do that make? I'm trying to prove that I'm a good person to somebody that just made me cry, that just broke my trust, that just lied to me, that was cheating on me. I'm a badass bitch and don't you ever forget it. And I have nothing to prove to you, sir. 
you fumbled the bag and that's what it is. Hold your L. Okay. 2022, I want y'all to walk into the freaking new year, not looking back on shit. I'm not regretting nothing. There's nothing that I want from the old year. Everything that is happening in my life, everything that I got right now is aligned exactly the way it's supposed to be. And I don't want shit that I already had. Okay. I want everything new. Upgrade this whole place. Okay. Time for renovations. So when we on this journey and we letting go and we trying to accept the fact that whatever happened, happened, your heart is broke or you feel played or you feel used or whatever, forgiving yourself for not knowing any better and accepting less than what you deserved. Okay. Cause a lot of people show us who they are and we don't accept it the first time and we forgive them. So I want to forgive. I want to make sure that we are forgiving ourselves. I forgive myself for not knowing any better. I forgive him. I forgive myself for not having boundaries for letting people think that they could play with me for giving people more chances than I should have. Okay. I forgive myself for not accepting people for who they showed me to be. Um, and I forgive myself for not really knowing my worth and not standing on, not, not standing on my worth. Okay. And then I'm gonna forgive you. I'm forgiving you. Even if you're not sorry, because the forgiveness is me because the shit is too heavy for me to walk around and carry. I carry no baggage. Okay. First class, please check these bags. The forgiveness is me. I don't want to walk around hurting. I don't want to work, walk around with bitterness, resentment, and hatred. I don't want to walk around. Some of y'all got kids with the person. I don't want to walk around not liking you and it's interfering with me wanting you to be a parent because I can't stand looking at you. I relinquish my rights to holding on to shit. I have no desire to control. I have no desire to hold on things that no longer serve me. I hold on. I have no desire to hold on to things that are weighing me down. I'm letting go. My only desire is to feel late weightless. It's nothing that I'm holding on to, nothing that's holding me back, and nothing that I refuse to let go of. Goodbye. And that's it. Let me tell you, nothing is more attractive than a person realizing they fucked up and that you ain't worried about their ass. You crying, you you allowed to cry. I'm going to cry right up in my bed, in my, in my damn room by myself. You allowed to cry, you allowed to be sad, you allowed to be upset, angry, like, and be mad. But I know you, when am I going to be vulnerable and give these emotions to you for when I know you don't give a fuck. You don't care that you hurt me. I can try to get you to understand. I can get you to see my point of view and stuff. You're never going to feel how deeply that shit hurt me. You're never going to feel what I feel. And I'm not going to waste my breath and my energy trying to plead my case and get you to understand or ask you why did you do this to me or what made you talk to her. You had a baby. I don't give a fuck no more. That's one of the most powerful things that you can do is accept the fact this hurt me. I feel some type of way, but I just can't give a fuck. I can't be holding on to this. I'm going to cry. I'm going to feel everything that I need to feel and I'm going to get through this. But walking around, holding on to shit for so long, realizing how much is stunting your growth, how much is holding you back makes you realize I don't want to hold this anymore. Like when God is coming through, dropping blessings off, how the hell are you going to catch it when you holding on to all this shit that you're supposed to let go of? You don't got no room in your hands. And then you look at everybody else and you feel like, why is God not blessing me? He's blessing everybody else. But it's like people, they, they letting go of shit. They, they made space. They made room for new things. You walking around with this old ass couch in your living room trying to figure out why God ain't blessed you with a new couch. Where is you going to put it? There's no space for it. Or you bring all of that baggage and you bringing that old, old shit into these new situations with people 
and you taking it out on them and they don't deserve it. I ain't do nothing to you. And you talking about your trust issues and how you don't trust me and how this last person did this. Not even realizing that you unconsciously just pushing people away just for you to feel like you're in the exact same situation or everybody that I meet treats me the same thing or same way or does the same thing. Not realizing that the only person that has not changed is you. Everybody doing the same thing because you're not changing. You're attracting and talking and doing the same thing over and over. Listen, every time my heart breaks, I transform into a better bitch. And and that's what I'm going to, I'm going to make sure that for the rest of my life that I tell myself that every time my heart breaks it is me transforming into an even better ass bitch. That's on a higher level. That's more healed. That's more self-aware that has learned more, that has grown even more. It's going to hurt. I'm going to cry. I'm going to be sad. I'm going to listen to some Mary J. Blige. I'm going to watch some Be Mary Jane. I'm going to lay in my bed. And then I'm going to wake up. And then I'm a freaking, the house is going to shake like it's a freaking earthquake. And all the, and it's going to start thunderstorming and stuff like that. And I'm going to freaking spin around like I'm a fucking tornado. And then I'm going to freaking emerge a better ass bitch. And that's that. And that's, and that's all these men need to know. There ain't nobody ever in their life going to find me where they left me at. Nope. You're not going to be able to text me and be like, oh, what you up to? Oh, nothing. Just laying here. And me- I'm in Mexico. Okay. I'm in Mexico with my 50 year old sugar daddy. And I'm not worried about you. Please don't text my phone. And I don't even care if I am laying in a bed, which most likely I am. Cause I just like to lay down and I just like to relax and be comfortable. But allowing people to just break you down so much and hurt you so much that you can't even go on or have the energy to move through life is No. And you wasting so much energy trying to get somebody to change, trying to get somebody to be different, see what they did wrong. All of that energy that y'all be putting in to trying to get somebody to do all of that and you don't work on yourself. You've done no changing. No self-awareness and no self-growth. You walking around, keep thinking about how this person could be doing something differently for you. How this person could be doing this differently. How they could be doing more. How they could be giving you more. And in no no part of that thought process are you thinking, how can I be a different me? How can I get my shit more together? How can I make sure that I'm exactly who I would want to be with? How can I make sure that I'm reaching my highest, fullest potential of baddest bitchism? Okay. I don't want to be on no low vibrational levels. I don't want to be on no no low levels. I don't want to just be accepting anything because it's there. I don't want to be accepting less than or I like him so much that even though he's not consistent, he's not this. At least he comes over on the weekends. I don't want to be accepting shit that's less than what I deserve. I know how much I'm willing to give, how much I'm willing to love. Why am I out here accepting some bare minimum shit that's not even a quarter of what I want? All because of how I feel about somebody because I like them? And then walk around talking about how I got played or somebody used me or somebody wasted my time because I lacked the self-awareness to be accountable and just cut the shit off when I was supposed to cut it off. Now I'm walking around being a victim? No. You had no business fucking with them in the first place. When you look at yourself and look at who you crying over, who got you stressing out, who got you mad, and you look at what they bring into your life and what they bring to the table and how they make you feel, they ain't, you ain't got no business even fucking with them. They had no right to even know you. 
They had no right to even ever have a conversation with your ass. But you not being tapped in, you not knowing your worth, and you not truly, truly feeling like that you are the bad bitch that you really are, got you accepting some shit that you ain't got no business accepting. And now you walking around with a chip on your shoulder being mad because somebody that broke your, broke your heart that wasn't never supposed to be fucking with you anyway. How did you ever think they was going to know what to do with you? He ain't never had no shit like this. How did I ever expect him to know how to handle me? When you only ever have, when you've only ever been with people who've accepted whatever it is that you give, how was I ever going to expect him to rise and meet me on my level? Pour back into me, reciprocate, be affectionate, love me, be honest. Ain't nobody never required that shit from him. What made me think that my love was going to be so different that he was going to be able to transform into something magical and just do all of this shit for me that he ain't never done. Instead of me being patient and waiting for somebody that already got their shit at least halfway together. You ain't got to be perfect, but at least be somebody that's trying. God damn, give me something to work with. Stop it. Don't stress me out today, girl. I feel like I'm about to pop a blood vessel. Shit. My gosh. Y'all know I be getting passionate. So let me just bring it back down because I'm on level 10 right now. So let me bring it to like a six. And y'all breathe with me. Keep my life calm, child. Keep me zen. Keep me relaxed. That's what I have to say today. A lot of y'all be coming in my life. Y'all holding on to shit. Somebody did this to me. Somebody did that. And somebody made me feel this way. Everybody is lacking the discipline and they lacking the patience to wait to get what they actually want. They settling for some shit that's temporary. They settling for some shit because they don't want to be alone right now because they bored. Some of us is just good women and we tired of being alone and we want to share our love with somebody. A lot of us is settling for some shit. And then we getting mad when the things that we settle for are acting like exactly who they are. When they're vibrating on their level, when they're doing shit that's in their frequency, when they're giving back shit that's in their energy level, and we trying to love, love, love. We trying to give. We trying to, we trying to do all of this stuff around. We're getting nothing back. We end up played. We end up looking stupid. Now we upset. Now we mad. Got to stop it. Got to stop that mess. That's a mess. That's a ghetto, raggedy, trifling mess. That's what I do now. Girl, but don't be, don't be sad and don't feel bad. Don't be hard on yourself. But just know. How important it is in this dating process of you, you getting to know people, you taking your time. If people took more of their time, they will be able to see in the beginning the qualities that a person has that they would not like. They will be able to be more honest with themselves. Like, wow, I realized that he only talk about himself. Or when we have debates or conversations, he's never really accountable. He's not open-minded. All the things in the beginning that you ignore, or if you took your time to see, you will realize that you're not really as compatible with this person as you think. But since we rush so easily and we have sex so fast, now we're in a situation with a person and we don't even realize that 
we keep telling them to work on things that's just a part of their character. And you're not realizing you're just not compatible with this person at all. They don't need to change. I'm sure somebody out here that doesn't mind the qualities that they got. You're just not compatible with them. And that's what it is. Accepting it. Accepting that this might not be the person that I'm supposed to be with. If it hurt this much and it make me feel this low and it's bad, maybe I need to reconsider some stuff. Because I don't think this shit's supposed to hurt like this. I done read a lot of books and ain't no part in the books that it said consistently have my feelings hurt, consistently be disappointed, consistently be crying, be sad, be upset. And being with somebody that's always gaslighting me and takes no accountability for how they make me feel. I don't know what book y'all reading. But I ain't never read that shit. I ain't know. Y'all must have read that shit out of a freaking urban novel or something. But I've never read it. None of the relationship or self-help books that I had said be with somebody that act like that. So at what point are you going to be accountable are you going to be disciplined? Are you going to say, you know what? I'm going to choose myself. I'm going to just work on myself and be alone for a little while. And love myself. No matter what loving yourself look like, whether it looks like freaking you dyeing your hair, you freaking getting a new hairstyle, you changing your nail polish, you cleaning up, you organizing, you going back to school, you being more focused, you going to the gym, you taking yourself out on dates, going to the movies, you start getting waxes and keeping up your hygiene a little bit more, whatever your self-care looks like. Just know that the journey of you loving you starts with you taking care of you, you valuing you. If you cut corners with yourself, I'm going to cut corners with you. The goal is to freaking meet somebody who loves me and treats me the way I treat myself or better. The goal is for me to love you and treat you the way you treat yourself or better. If I came in here and, and tried to treat you less than how you treat you, why would you even accept it? What would, make you, what would make you accept what I'm offering when you don't even treat yourself like that? How are you allowing people to come into your life treating you so much, so like such, so much less than how you treat yourself? Some of y'all was perfectly fine, perfectly happy before y'all got in these relationships or situations. God forbid it's a situationship because you know I don't like that either. That's the bottom of the barrel. And I'm not judging nobody because I know that I don't know what you've been through that will make you want to be in a situationship where you only getting fucked. I don't know. I don't know how your life played out. I don't know the kind of experiences you had. I don't know what the kind of men you dealt with that will make you want to be in a situation where somebody does absolutely nothing for you, but give you dick. Come over your house you cook dinner for them, you eat food for them, you buy, you do nice things for them, and they fuck you. I don't know what kind of place you're at in your life where you are okay with this is all I get from them. I had somebody on a live one day say, well, I don't want to be in a relationship because I'm focused on all my goals right now and getting myself together and stuff like that. I'm like, okay. So is that the reason why you're just going to let somebody come fuck on you because you're so focused on your goals right now and you don't want commitment? Because if I'm focused on my goals, I'm not having sex with y'all either. Y'all don't deserve to touch this badass bitch that I am. Like, what is... Why are we being so easily accessible? Part of, your, part of the reason why you're such a bad bitch is your exclusivity. The fact that you're untouched. The fact that you are very desired, but not many have touched you. 
People can't have you or have access to you as they please. They can't just call you and pull up on you when they want. They can't just treat you however they see fit. That's a part of you really rising to you, the highest level of bad bitchism. We acting needy. We, act, we walking around here acting like we need a man. I want a man. And God put me here to be one. But to be walking around here just being like not in tune with who I am, being desperate, wanting this shit so bad that I'm going to accept it by any means. He doesn't do nothing for me or he's not. We don't go anywhere. He's not romantic. Or I know he has a girlfriend. He said he doesn't he doesn't want to be with her for me to just accept these low barrel ass situations. Like I'm not in, in I'm not in tune with who I am and what I bring. Ew. I'm not judging you because that's the shit that you didn't, you didn't accept it. But I want you to look at it that way and ask yourself, what is making me accept some shit like that? What is making me feel like this is all I deserve? And if you can't fix it on your own, you can listen to the podcast. And if you can't listen to the podcast, you can go into therapy. But us tuning in and trying to figure out exactly why I'm in these situations or why I continuously go back or have myself dealing with shit like this, we need to figure out what is the root of it. What is causing this? Because there's absolutely no way that when I'm motherfucking inducting people into the very, very private, upscale, exclusive club of highest level bad bitches, that I'm going to let you in. I'm going to look through the peephole and be like, uh-uh, you're not getting in here. Girl, you don't meet the qualifications. So if I was letting people in today, ask yourself, would I be letting you in? Would you be allowed to be in this club? Because I will give you some time to get your shit together. You are allowed to reapply. But as of right now, as of today, would I be letting you in the, into the club? Or would I be shutting the door in your face and saying, come back in six months? And if I would be shutting the door in your face and saying, come back in six months, don't you be embarrassed to feel bad. It's been, t- it's been plenty of times in my life where I would have shut the door on my own goddamn face and said, bitch, <laughs> you knew better than to try to come here. Like, it's been times in my life where I've been at such a low low level of not knowing what I deserve, not knowing who I am, not knowing what I bring. Now, I've accepted a lot of shit. I would have closed the door in my own goddamn face and said, try again next year. You funny girl. Asking yourself, why am I not tapped in and tuned in or trying to reach my highest level of who I'm supposed to be? Looking at the person that you crying over, that you sad over, that you stressed over, that you coming into my life asking questions about when I'm on Instagram, just trying to be a good person of God, asking some questions for today. You coming in here asking about this raggedy ass man that don't even deserve you. Ask you what will make you come onto my nice live and go to the question box and ask a question about this raggedy, filthy man. Okay. You think he talking to God about you? No. He talking to God about new sneakers, a new car, a new job, everything. Worried about himself. He's worried about himself. Ain't worried about you at all. And that's the thing about what I said. Y'all be so focused on wanting somebody else to change. Y'all don't never change yourselves. Meanwhile, he working and changing himself. And he going to go get what he actually want and where he want to be. And we feel like we got used. You, I wouldn't, I wouldn't feel that you, I wouldn't feel that used if I was working on myself the whole time. If I was leveling up, if I was growing and I knew what I was, I knew what kind of journey I was on. But because I sat at the end of the bed crying over you every day, not doing shit with myself for five years. Now I'm upset and mad. 
feeling like I wasted my time. That's why I'm mad. And who fault is that? Who fault is it that we stayed so long? At what point are we going to be accountable? Well, I thought he changed. Or, Girl, how you think he changed? It was only a week I was broken up. I thought it was going to be different this time. How? It was only two weeks. Well, I did it for the kids. The kids don't even see y'all happy. Well, you know, he is my husband. Okay. A lot of y'all be standing in situations that be terrible because y'all be so embarrassed at what y'all think other people going to think of you. Even if you marry and you don't want to be with somebody no more, you want to divorce them because of they, they cheating on you, they lying to you. Why the fuck would I be judging you because somebody treated you bad? Why would I be judging your situation because somebody chose not to rise up and meet you on your level or love you the way you deserve? Why would I be judging you? Why would I be laughing at your pain? Because you chose to love somebody and give your all and your best and they chose to give you their ass to kiss. Sometimes we be so worried and so focused on what other people are going to think about our situation or what we got going on that we don't even realize that shit, some of the people that we think going to judge us and laugh might be the main ones that actually be lifting us up or giving us some encouragement and realizing that not that many people is as worried about us as we think. People stay in situations with parents and stuff like that. They parents of their kids and stuff. They'd be too embarrassed to move on. What my family going to think? I'm going to think that you chose yourself if he was treating you like that. God damn, how'd you stay that long? Shit, you better than me. That's what I think. I think that you better than me. Y'all arguing with these men and saying anybody else would have left you. Yes, because everybody else got more common sense than you. So stop saying stuff like that. When you're in an argument and you're telling him anybody else would have left you. Yes, yes, we would have. Yes, we would have left the first time. You're absolutely right. Stop saying that because it looked like you're the last crazy person on earth. And you're the only person that will stay with him because you're the only person that ain't got no common sense. So today on this wonderful, beautiful self-care Sunday, all I want you to do is focus on how can I reach the, my highest, fullest, biggest, greatest level of potential? How can I make sure that I'm continuously growing on this journey of self-love that is never ending? How can I make sure that I'm being open to be, to be loved? I'm in a place where I can be receptive to love. How can I make sure that I'm walking around here and I'm being weightless and I'm not walking around here with a suitcase full of shit that I'm holding on to? How can I make sure that I'm making, I'm making sure ain't nobody going to find me where they left me at and I'm tapping into my highest, most delicate, beautiful, authentic level of bad bitch. Okay. And I hope everybody has a beautiful self-care Sunday because I'm about to get dressed and enjoy my day and get ready for a self-care date with my best friend at Steak 48. So enjoy your day because I know I am and I'm gonna see y'all next time I see y'all